boy, we back, ladies and gentlemen. Height drop, episode three, coming at you. So stoked for this one. We had zero guests the first week. We had one guest the second week. And on this installment of the Height Drop podcast, we're bringing you two guest action. Um, super excited to have Nate Weston and Lincoln Powell. These guys are two of the most talented freerunners in the world today and really pushing the sport in every direction. Uh, just insane to, to see their their just skill set, their talent in person and the work ethic that goes into it. Um, amazing to sit down and talk with these guys, representing some West. You know, we got Nate West, and his name is West already, but he's from the West. He's from Seattle, and uh, Lincoln Powell out of Montana, Midwest, and I'm from the Midwest as well, Colorado. Yeah, you know, sometimes I get a little cow boy in me when I when I hang out with these Western boys, these Westerners, you know? I don't even, I hate cowboys in a lot of ways. I think wearing cowboy boots is stupid as shit and cowboy hats, but I kind of want to put one on when I think about these guys. I want to walk through some saloon doors and cause some trouble on the streets, you know? That's what it feels like when these guys come through town, you know, it was so awesome to train with these guys. Uh, obviously, I was super excited to have them on the podcast. And uh, and the day of training we had was epic as well. If you guys aren't following them already, um, you need to be be, be on that right now. But uh, I'll, I'll have that in the description, their, their uh, contact info, their social info. But epic day of training, as you might have seen, Nate threw the side flip over the massive roof gap that Nick and I had uh, been talking about on last week's episode. So... Super fun to to just train with these guys. And then I was so excited, actually, that these guys were down to do the podcast that I completely fucked up. Um, as you guys will see, late, late in the episode, uh, I, I forgot to bring batteries. I forgot to bring some of these things. It was the first time I had taken high drop on the road. I took uh, all the equipment, the recording equipment, down to Denver. And sometimes you're just too excited. You don't know. You don't know what you're doing. I won't make this mistake again, but you got to learn these lessons the hard way. You know, life is like that sometimes. It's hard to to know what the problem is going to be until it's sitting in your face. And uh, this was the problem this time. I, I didn't prepare. I didn't bring enough power. So I really apologize that for that. But uh, what happened was right about an hour and five minutes in or something like that, there was the, the, the device I record these podcasts on was telling me that the battery is about to die. And I was really worried that if I didn't cut everything or, you know, shut everything down, that we were going to lose everything that we recorded up to that point. And I really didn't want you guys to miss out on that. So, um, unfortunately, we had to cut things a little bit short. And, you know, fuck. I'm sorry, guys. Please forgive me. But at least we got a, f a good hour in. And at least, you know, there's the future. We'll be able to get these guys back on the uh, podcast. And, you know, I hope you guys will chime in and let me know what you want to hear from them when they come on next time. Hopefully we can get them on before they leave town again. That'd be awesome. And uh, if not, you know, in the future, we'll definitely be including these guys again. Love these guys. Um, thank you guys for listening. We're getting in on this. Knox just rolled through. I'm about to wrap this shit up. Uh, get all that shit in the description. Sponsors, there's... There's some sponsorship in the description. I'm not even going to like pitch it to you guys. You know what? I'm just going to let you listen. Enjoy this week's episode. Nate Weston and Lincoln Powell. Boom. Oh, I can start my professional trap grunt. Oh, let's hear right it. Now. <laughs> 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 Is that your signature? That's mine. Like in all the trap That's songs you like hear. like a Rick Ross. 
Yeah, in all the trap songs you hear, that's that's me. That's my every, profession. That's every single you. one. Yeah. Damn, that's good. I also make the other sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know they do that. That one. Yeah, they do the Hollywood edit, like you know the editing to it. So, what's your what's your signature trap grunt, Nate? Dude, we've been both trying to do that. We've been both. Oh. The growl. Oh. Yeah, trap. I like that one. All right, welcome to High Drop, everyone listening out there. This is the podcast with the mostest when it comes to parkour, at least, because there's only like three of us out here. <laughs> so we're doing it though we're doing it i got i'm joined today by the lovely nate weston and lincoln powell yeah, that's cracking <clears throat> thanks for having bo- us yeah thank you guys for being here i really appreciate it i got lucky you guys are in town <laughs> what uh where have you been like what how'd you end up here again you guys have been traveling all up and down this i mean yeah link you can tell them well basically i came back from santorini and i was like wow traveling is really fun and I want to do more of it. And then I was like, well, should <laughs> I go to here? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, weird. yeah. And I was like, well, where should I go next? Should I go like, should I go to like England or should I go somewhere else in Europe where I was like, well, I actually have not seen that much of the United States. This, you know, this place is just massive. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'll just do a little, I'll just do a little quote unquote tour <laughs> around. It's only been two l- months. Oh yeah. And two, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so i uh i was like i got friends all of them down the west coast so i just want to see them all so i saved up a bit of money quit my job and i've just been traveling the west coast for the past two months damn dude beast in it what were you doing before that what was your job i worked at jiffy lube i was a lube technician Woo, lube technician watch kidding. out ladies watch out. <laughs> i was in, i was actually in my tinder bio for, for a bit. really yeah <laughs> <laughs> damn dude um did you enjoy that Tinder or the, no the lube tech. <laughs> well, well, let's get to that too. Yeah, like what, no the lube technician, but uh, Tinder was not Tinder. Um, yeah, the lube tech. Eh, yeah, yeah. You're it happy. Was, to it leave. was work. I mean, like I like cars. That's like another one of my something something else I'm like really into. Like it goes parkour and then cars. <laughs> my top interests. I definitely am into cars. Unfortunately, the parkour lifestyle doesn't afford you as yeah. much uh motor power as you might want yeah that's but maybe one day soon you know someday five years a lot, a lot can change man. i mean seriously yeah you've you've been doing it for that long right five years yeah, basically five years this year yeah or last year yeah. i think that's that's like what's been so incredible about your stories you've you kind of like where how did that how, how did that happen like you uh, kind of came out of nowhere and all of a sudden we're one of the most influential people like doing like a lot of the biggest innovations Thank in, in yeah, the sport. I, and like, I mean, it, I, in a way I did kind of, kind of pop out of nowhere, but like I've been doing this for pretty much my whole life. Like growing up, you know, I always had like a trampoline in my backyard and my older brothers would always be bouncing the trampoline, learning flips and stuff. Uh, um, and was it round or square? Uh, round. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Go. I got the round one as well. Yeah. <laughs> Nate uh, ain't no square. Nate ain't no square. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was about like, uh, 12 and 13 I did gymnastics for about two years um, and didn't really like it that much the competitiveness of it was just like way too much and it's really stressful because I still is like one of the most stressful things I've ever gone through like, damn well just gymnastics meets what was uh, the stressful yeah, gymnastics meets um, the coaches and your teammates are relying on you so much and like uh, yeah like, my coach especially was super uh, like tough on their students and like <sighs> I mean, that's just how gymnastics is like they expect perfection yeah, it's like a it's part of the pro is it was it a really advanced program that you were part of or um not advanced it was pretty normal but mm. like yeah it just, i mean that's just too much stress for a 12 or 13 year old and especially <laughs> for like younger kids like 
there's kids that are eight years old who are literally crying when they're stretching because the coaches are like pushing them down the stretch. Jesus. Like, yeah, it's like a military. What is it about them like, that, that makes them want to do that? Are these like coaches like insane or are they like they think they're raising future Olympic athletes? Like what's going on? I guess that's the goal. Um, but yeah, there's just so much. Yeah, there's so much that they have. They like, man, it's weird. I, don't, I really don't know why, honestly. So that pushed you out though. Is, yeah, and so like honestly, that, that like experience was not great. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. but it, <laughs> like, you know, it really helped uh, form kind of my future. And, like, I mean, competitions are still, like, a little bit stressful now, but nowhere near as bad. So I can use it as a tool. And, like, you know, as long as you learn from something that's, like, beneficial, that's totally cool. Um, so I'm totally happy and, like, thankful I had those two years of gymnastics. But once I got out, I was just like, no, nah, I'm, not, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> um, and I did some basketball and soccer because that's what I originally, like, grew up doing. Um and then after like a year or something like that, I just started trampoline again and realized that just moving was so much fun and gymnastics was not. So I just kept on doing that, figured out what parkour was, found a gym in Seattle, Parkour Visions. Oh, yeah. And just started going there. And yeah, it changed <laughs> my life, man. Like, seriously. Damn. So wh- when you found it, what was like, um, how did you know it was going to change your life instantly? Or mm, when not did that really, sort not of happen? to this extent, no. Like, I didn't realize that it was going to be like my main passion, like every single day that I'm like living, like I'm going for this. Um, I never expected that. But it just kind of through the people and the community that I've been, you know, experienced in places I've gone. Like, there's no other place and no other community that's ever like this. So, like, yeah, it's truly incredible and life changing. And like, and yeah, I can't be more thankful for everyone and like everything that's happened. It's crazy. Yeah, man. I mean, I think that's what drew me into it as well. I don't know about your 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 um, situation and, and how you came into it and what you're feeling now but like obviously the traveling had an effect on you and it makes you want to do more of it and meet more people and and go around and i think that's been a huge part of of what's made our community like unique in a way i don't oh, know yeah, what it is totally. is but like we all seem to really enjoy that exploration the travel i mean we're all and, just trying to have fun and like that's the main goal like that's mm-hmm. what we're trying to do and yeah if, if we all share that similarity like you can meet people who you've never even like seen and just train and have a good time it's really i wonder if it's just because it's is it just that i don't know what it is you know know. is it is it that it's that new and we all just feel unified by it you know because if you were in in gymnastics for example you wouldn't be able to like hit up some gymnast in in wherever and be like yo can i stay at your place bro he would be like uh i mean i can't imagine he'd be like you know (laughs) yeah it's crazy (laughs) and that i mean yeah so i saw that when i started training and yeah i just kind of clung on to it because like it's just that family like bond i mean Mm -hmm. it's so special and i don't want to ever ever that ever to go away because it's yeah it's very very unique do you think it do you think it's going to be hard to salvage it as as parkour gets larger and larger and larger like as because obviously we all we all advocate for more people doing it right but if it does become that big then you know the culture is going to have to change probably right i mean i I don't know i can't foretell hopefully it won't change so drastically that that passion and that Mm -hmm. like that community bond goes away i don't think it ever will um but it definitely is getting to a bigger like stage where i think the only way you're going to maintain that is have these like little tight-knit communities you know dotted around especially in america we have so many tight communities that are just like pretty much unheard of um but once you go there and experience it it's just very very sick yeah i mean missoula for example (laughs) i like for sure yeah yeah like not to blow smoke up your ass or anything but dude like you do some of the gnarliest things i've ever seen like you're you're on par with any of the athletes that i would like think are are pushing the sport to its limits and like both you guys i like you know especially you lincoln i hadn't really like known much about you it's it's crazy like so many people you guys come out of the woodwork and i i try to keep my ear to the ground as much as possible but obviously 
you know, I got a day job too, like Jiffy Lube or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. I got shit to do. But, um, you know, to see uh, what's, what's your experience like, you know, getting to that level and, uh, and like, what are your goals? Are you, or, well, cause I feel like you don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm very curious actually. How do you get that good without having some kind of goal or do you not? Well, it was okay. I was also a gymnast. Oh, okay. But I did, I did it for, I did it for six years. I was so that movement a, background yeah. really helped. Well, um, Maybe funny not. thing is parkour actually got me into gymnastics. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting how that worked out. Basically <clears throat> I discovered parkour basically the same way everyone else did just granted videos on the internet. And just mm-hmm. like, wow. And I saw, I'm like, this is only the coolest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be able to do that. And so I started going to the, um, local gymnastics gym. It was called Fantastics at the time. <laughs> It was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I just went to, the, like, their open gyms and started, like, playing around. And then um, and then I realized I was like, man, th- like, I want to, like, learn more of this. Like, I got, to, I got to the point where I was like, I can't just, like, teach myself how to do, like, flyaways. Yeah. I need, like, I need, like, someone to be a coach. Yeah, I need someone to help me out. And I was like, I asked my parents. I'm like, hey, can I uh, start taking, like, the recreational gymnastics classes at uh, – at the gym, they're like, "Yeah, that sounds like a good idea." So I did that for probably I don't know, I'm not sure how long I did that. It was less than a year, and then I joined uh joined the team, like the gymnastics team. And then from there, I uh, kind of I it was hard. It was like juggling gymnastics and parkour. Uh, like, what was, was your experience like? Was it also like super intense? It was did, very intense. Do you still do gymnastics? I I pl- I play whenever I go home. I like whenever like my teammates are in town. I'll like I'll see if I can like swing over because mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not that far from I'm originally from Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. That's only oh, okay. like two and a half hours from Missoula. Yeah. So I'll sw- I'll see if I can swing by and I'll I'll play I'll play around with them. But um yeah it was pretty intense. Uh I didn't have obviously I don't think I didn't have as bad of an experience <laughs> as Nate did. But, but I still, can confirm that like some it is the culture is definitely still very different. Oh like, yes, very, it seems like very different. And what, what, how would you describe like what's the biggest difference there? Um. But everyone is, I don't know. It's it's very PK competitions. Like everyone's super supportive. Even yeah. If you fall, you're I mean, like, everyone's like, it's okay. Well, like, I had that experience as a gymnast. Time. Oh, okay. That was the for me. Yeah, I had really? gymnastics. Like my coach is just like, you know, coach is pissed. Yeah. Other teams it's, like, like snickering in the background. It's Jesus. Yeah. Difference for me. I mean, I think that's almost inherent. Yeah. Like like we're talking about this culture, you know, and yeah. I think that's kind of. I think what we were talking about when we say we don't want to lose that something, it's like, for me, you know, things like with the fig and, mm. and even if it wasn't fig, just the idea of parkour going to the Olympics in general irks me in ways like in one way, it's an honor to be associated with, very you know, true. the five rings yeah, or whatever. And, yeah, yeah. and, uh, and all the history that's associated with that that's and, and the opportunities yeah. that it can provide for, for athletes that, you know, the, the Olympic programs in America aren't that great. So like, for me, it doesn't, it makes near as no difference, right? We're not going to get mm-hmm. more funding really. Um, it'd be kind of cool maybe, but for what I know, like a lot of American Olympic athletes at least get basically paid nothing. They have to have day jobs. They get kind of fucked over. And I never wanted to like see, and I never thought I, we would, Mm. but I, I feel sad almost. I feel bad for the, for the people whose sports like climax in the Olympics. Yeah. Cause it feels like the the sports that like live and die by the, the Olympic gold medal are like the kind of sports that you, you wouldn't really want to to be a part of like, I don't know, like as someone who's drawn to parkour, like there's something like 
divisive i feel like about that like something that draws me into parkour draws me away from wanting to my my whole sport to be about winning gold or not yeah. you know not going down in history or not mattering mm-hmm. you know but that's just my own perspective i don't yeah, know I don't how you guys feel about that. that the like mark for success or your satisfaction with yourself should be a physical gold medal mm-hmm. i think it should be something mm-hmm. within and it shouldn't be yeah dedicated or you know it shouldn't be something like a gold medal. It should be something that's within you, um, which is really sick. And like with parkour, because I mean, you can constantly be even if you get first in competition. Yeah. Like, that's not like you're not all right. I'm yeah. Done. Like yeah. You're constantly working out and like doing mm-hmm. way more like every single week, like month, yeah. week, you know, every single day. Yeah, and not to say that gymnastics doesn't probably teach you the same kinds of values mm-hmm. and certain like lessons, but the fact that basically there's no way to express yourself outside of com- competition in gymnastics i think is what's sad and i think that's yeah. what's so glorious about yeah. parkour is like Seriously. that we can it's every day it's your life it's yeah it's part of our culture exactly. to to not you know that's that's a that's a, a side effect and that's kind of like yeah. it's a, an offshoot of what we like to do and it's fun and it provides opportunities for us all to come together totally. and, and have fun totally. but it's not the point you know like exactly. that it, you know that it is in, in some of these other disciplines yeah it's tough yeah it's really tough. i I, uh, I definitely agree on that would you guys compete in the Olympics if um, given the opportunity, you think? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> I might, show up, to like, I might right? show up to like a qualifier and like <laughs> try it out. And if I don't make it, I'll be like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> if I make it, i be like, oh, sick. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I have no like great I grasp on it. I desire to do it, but I'm not against it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same way. And I've, I've wanted to – focus more of my energy into making the video content and making, exactly. yeah, making, making definitely that's, my right that's where it, that's where the cult that's where like parkour thrives too like mm-hmm. i think i don't i can't think of like any other sport that's been like driven by the internet as hard as parkour has yeah i don't know yeah i, I, I can't <laughs> yeah, like, either really like i'm sure so many of them were affected but like we were really born out yeah. of the connection of the internet yeah that's like that's pretty that's crazy started pretty much yeah just seeing a video online and that's how it all began it's super yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's very embedded in our culture to like watch international content oh you know that's like super interesting what do you got i mean going back to to what we did today like yeah you you did one of the gnarliest things i've ever seen in person today (laughs) very casually by the way (laughs) just like i don't even i don't think i noticed a single like like raise in blood pressure like like your heartbeat went up from like 60 to 61 maybe you're like just chilling like but honestly that's how it should be it's how it should be exactly it should never never be like you're really scared your adrenal like you're not freaking out mm -hmm. you should just be calm and collected and that's how it should be 100 percent it was mind-blowing for me because me and nick broke this roof gap and actually we talked about it in the last episode if you guys had listened to that yeah but um uh, for those who don't know, who haven't been following on Instagram, like it's already up there. It's, it's already, 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 already up there. We post daily, bro. Um, <laughs> Nate front flipped the same gap that we were talking about or side flipped the same gap we were talking about last week. Yeah. And, um, it's just mind blowing for me to, because I, I felt calm and stuff doing it. But for me, breaking that gap was, yeah. was, um, intense and, totally. for, and it seemed very, very calm and casual for you. Yeah. I think, I mean, it's kind of like what other people have said in the past, but um, like how breaking the jump is the hardest part, honestly. Mm-hmm. And me seeing you guys and knowing how far you guys got on the, on the jump and everything and how it all went, like 
I knew distance wise it wasn't a, mm-hmm. a difficulty and yeah i mean all you have to do is just really run at it and yeah trust your ability because that's the biggest thing is you just gotta trust yeah and make sure that you're eliminating all the variables that could go wrong and once you do that like i mean <laughs> all it is is just about doing it yeah and it's i mean when you think about it it's super simple like 100 you know, percent. yeah that it was so it, that was what was mind-blowing to me is like somehow that energy came off of you and it was so obvious that like I was like this is simple like I didn't even think of it as like a big deal just the way I was watching you mm. go work through it I was like yeah, I'm gonna go over there he's about to do it and I was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like let me just get the camera set up like it was almost like weird it was surreal for me That's crazy. um just to see the progression over like because we did that three four weeks ago or something yeah yeah and like yeah. it turns immediately once the jump is it kind of been broken now oh, all of a sudden it's just this training spot and it's just whatever yeah, yeah. and like it's still a big thing it's still like a really interesting sure. challenge yeah i'm sure you were stoked to to do it oh 100 <laughs> percent. but uh but it's just like the the amount of turnover again like the internet and it's part of our culture like it just blows my mind that we can go from something like being all like this build-up you know it'd been yeah. looked at for years yeah. dylan had shown it to me yeah. to being broken to like literally weeks later being flipped yeah and like crazy. and just and like just because you're in town you're like oh, i'm gonna do it because I'm not, I'm not gonna be here like for a while again it's like <laughs> like I'll, i'm fascinated with that progression like have you um coming into the sport like you know how long have you guys been training only five years five so. years of parkour but I did, and then you eight or nine eight i'm or not nine. really sure so a little bit closer to where i'm at i'm about eight yeah um i'm interested because i think i feel this and because I came into the game a little bit later, there's mm. people like Nick who have been around even longer than all of us yeah. training and like being more part of the culture. Yeah. Do you, do you uh, just think about the, the progression and like, have you know, I'm sure you've done your research and like gone back and looked at some of these other videos and seen progressions and stuff yeah. and the history of it all and the generations and, you know, where do you see yourself in, uh, in the terms of the generation of the, of parkour advancement, you know? I mean, I'd like to think of myself as pushing the game, and I mean, that's all I'm trying to do. Well, you're definitely doing it. We all think (laughs) of you that way. (laughs) We all think you're pushing the game. (laughs) I'm just trying to continue to, I mean, I'm not looking at other people and what they're doing and being like, oh, I have to do that now because it's next level, so I have to do that. Mm. It's more of a thing that is within me, and I know my abilities and my, um, you know, my future has to hold. Uh, and I just, all I need to do is really just kind of hone in on that and focus on the steps, you know. Um, there's not, it's, it's, yeah, it's weird to talk about because there's like, just not much to it, honestly. Yeah. It's kind of crazy because um, people think about the whole, like, progression and, like, being successful even just in a way. And they, like, try to study it. And in a way, like, I feel like the biggest thing that differentiates, like, people who, like, are successful and those who are kind of, like, trying to make it, they're still mm-hmm. doing good, but, like, still trying uh, it's just like time and effort, man. Like, yeah, it's like if you think about it, if you spend like literally like two to three hours a day, like like just two to three hours a day. Yeah, that's like minimal. Like, yeah, that's already every single day. That's gonna change so much. Like visualizing and actually doing stuff and like doing physical stuff and I mean that yeah, just that will help so much. And I don't know. I think that's actually how I think uh, you've actually just conceptualized it for me. You kind of yeah. like turned me on in a way. I was just <laughs> Not that way, but I mean, <laughs> you always do that. Yeah, you're just a sexy man. I was comment. I was like, damn, Nate's built, man. He's jacked. Like, I feel like a fucking dwarf now. Um, 
But but just that like that's what I actually I feel like is like you're part of like you're going to be one of the first of this new generation both you guys I think of of people that are really like dedicating like hours to yeah. the sport mm-hmm. and like totally. to to training and like you see that skyrocketing progression and all yeah, of a sudden yeah, yeah. like all these tricks that a lot of people like maybe took years to to unlock for themselves are obviously you know you're building on the you're standing on the shoulders of giants and all that like you you've been exposed to that so it's always yeah. helpful but also the dedication you put in shows like just how fast you can get to a level where you're, you know, in two or three years, you're already doing things that no one had done. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure or even before then, I don't know, but I mean, you're yeah, just yeah. like expressing yourself in ways that no one else has just by dedicating yourself to working through movement. I mean, yeah. I mean, this is my life. Like it's like, if not, if I were, like, if it wasn't successful, I wouldn't be still here. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, like the reason I'm continuing to keep like, progressing is just because i spend so much time just working on it and like everything like every waking moment is literally just like thinking about parkour and training <laughs> and like videos and edits and, like every song i listen like i listen to music all the time and just visualize mm-hmm. and edits and stuff and just i mean it's a constant thing there's not a day that goes by that i'm not thinking about it um i think that's just what it is like i don't know what it is that like fire in me but it's just constant like yo that's the biggest thing i don't know what it is but yeah it's, it's <laughs> it lights a fire into my ass and i just want to train all the time that's and, what drives you is just yeah. just wanting to yeah just see how far i can go to see like, how far you can take i want to be able to be like you know 70 80 like old man be able mm-hmm. to just say i did it and i did my best like that's the biggest thing is like i don't want to be able to wonder what if you know mm-hmm. that's the coolest thing because parkour has taught me that like I haven't gotten that through anything else. Like, yeah, just in life in general. Like, I'm, I, I mean, I'm a pretty quiet guy. Like, pretty <laughs> introverted, honestly. Yeah. But like, parkour has helped me so much. Just kind of get out of my comfort zone, and that's the whole point of parkour. You know, is do things that are different. And yeah, I've been doing that with life as well. Just like trying to put. The, I mean, it sounds cliche. Oh no, yeah, yeah. Obviously. Well, do you have an example? Um, I mean, just traveling. Like, when I first really traveled, I went to Missoula um, for Hollow Jam 2015. Um, that was like my first parkour jam. Be there, be and square. Yeah. <laughs> this year. Bulls Jam 2018. Holla. Bulls Jam 2018. <laughs> March 29th to the 1st. Oh, we're going to get to that in a second because I want to talk about the new gym. Oh, yeah, word. Yes, we should talk about that I for sure. Uh, I'll, get, I'll get my story out of the way. No, no, no. Take your time. Take your time. Everyone, but, um, savor it. But yeah, so 2015 Fool's Jam, that was my first like proper jam. And going into it, I was so, so nervous and like not, not prepared. Oh, all. yeah. You know, just... Yeah, I mean, just like fifth, no, I was like seventeen, I think. Yeah, seventeen year old, just kind of like, I think this is what I want to do. Don't really know. Um, and going in there, like the first couple of days, I was just like so uncomfortable. I was just like, what? Like, what am I doing here? <laughs> yeah. man, I'm in Missoula, yeah. like, like, in the middle of nowhere, oh, just for man. parkour. Like, this is crazy. And then yeah, I just like discovered the community, and like everyone was fucking so sick, and made me come back even more. And that just kind of. It, like just going to Missoula, that expanded kind of my world, yeah, mm. a little bit. And from there, I went to Colorado, that expanded a little more. Like went to Tit Jam 2015, and you know, got with moved to Inspire, um, Vinny Corio and Kent Johns. Like those guys changed my Hello. life. Literally <laughs> changed my life. Like seeing those people like talking about me, um, and I was just like amazed that those two are those two some of the most inspiring me. people. I mean, I don't think yeah. there's oh, yeah. any doubt that that, like you said, that changed your life, right? Yeah, I mean, those totally. two guys like to have on, on your on your back or yeah, have your yeah, back yeah. is like to be talking about me. Like, that's super pod- dope. I mean, I was listening to the podcast with Kent like in 2015. Back in the day, <laughs> that was the last episode we did before we did the reboot yeah. with yeah. Kent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's you got to get back on here, Kent. I love you. I hope you're I listening. Was, <laughs> I was literally like just. Oh, I was so happy. I was fanboying so hard. <laughs> Kent Johns is talking about me like 
saying <laughs> I was doing some next level shit, and I was so stoked, dude. Um, but yeah, like traveling, honestly, is probably like the best like representation of that, like kind of getting out of your comfort zone. Um, and then yeah, 2016, I went to went to Greece for automotion, and that on its own was terrifying. Like going to another country on my oh own, my God. Like, spending a thousand, twelve hundred bucks on flights, and hoping I get into the competition and I get that like <laughs> re, you know reimbursed <laughs> it's a bit stressful i mean yeah yeah, yeah no it's zone. a beast um but like if you look at it from fool's jam 2015 and then you kind of go along the lines it's like so incremental like it's literally like <laughs> there's no other way it would have yeah. happened if it wasn't for these eensy beensy like tiny little things that made it work um but if you look at the whole thing it's like that's not gonna yeah it, i can't just jump ahead like you need to just start and just go slowly um but yeah i think that's just the biggest thing is just take your time and put in time yeah honestly. just as long as you're doing something things unfold right? exactly yeah like you can wonder as long as you want and like wonder what if or what, sh- what should i do next and like the more you're thinking about that like the less time you're doing it so like you might as well just go out and do stuff and keep training and, doing yeah, doing always doing. better than saying right actions <laughs> louder than words exactly. all that shit. the first time i met nate was actually at fool's jam 2015 yeah, oh holla. i remember because i've already been like at that point i've already been like going to missoula for like weekend trips and like mm-hmm. just like I, I knew the community there pretty well and i was already planning to move there <laughs> then, uh, <laughs> where you live now right yeah it's of course. you can't wait I, to get home yeah <laughs> I know, I, the very first time i saw nate like he was, I, I, yeah, I was like, who's this, who's this lanky motherfucker? <laughs> I was yeah, like, I was still a tall like, I was, yeah, no. <laughs> and, uh, I was like, I was like, I didn't really think much. Uh, I mean, he came with, uh, I actually knew Oliver. No, dude. I knew Oliver, Oliver before I knew mm. Nate. I met him at PKV once and then they came to Fool's Jam. And then I remember we were training at, we were training a big group of people. I'm like doing my own thing. Out of the corner of my eyes, he was someone throw a double cork. And like, I was like the first kind of hard-ish move I saw at the jam. I was like, oh, oh someone's shit. throwing down. Who is this guy? <laughs> I walk up there, and this Nate West, and I'm just like, what? What? <laughs> I'm like, I made the complete wrong assumption about this guy, and he's like doing the lowest cast backs I've ever seen at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, what, what have I stumbled upon here? Yeah, I mean, you guys, um, you guys travel together often, or is this the first time you've uh, made the move? Uh, I mean, you were in Greece. I trips. mean, I went to Greece. Yeah. That was like kind of on my own thing. It wasn't like a trip. I feel like us United and... States folks, like sometimes we have a harder time sticking together. You know, our oh, communities yeah, totally. are so spread yeah. out. Yeah. Like you were Dude, saying. I've, I've seen, I, I swear, like I talk about this with Joey, Joey Adrian all oh, the yeah. time. <laughs> I've seen him more times out of the country than in the same. And we live like literally one state away. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen him like actually in Portland in like years. Damn. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know like what there is to do about that. Sometimes it's like the plague of. You know, like it's we see a lot of I mean, we're younger as a community mm-hmm. in general. Right. Like yeah, there's yeah. UK is like just like kind of the most established, I would say. Yeah. Word. yeah and um, and so it makes sense that they have like some of the biggest and best like communities. But it's tough for us sometimes because yeah. it's just hours of driving or <laughs> planes. Or, you know, it's, it's just it's a beast. Crazy. People don't understand. Sometimes, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah they're, they're two states away or one state away. But that's the whole of England. You know, yeah, like exactly. basically like. It's if you're if you're drive, down dude. to go from like Dublin to like Brighton or whatever, I don't even know what the the analogy would be, but yeah, it's yeah, a beast. It's, it's not just like a, it, a weekend trip every time. Seriously, yeah, it's crazy, and it's tough. Like you said, it's. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's also kind of what it's like. That's what's beautiful about the the U.S. Yeah, like, the parkour scene is, is like you kind of like <laughs> don't know about these communities and like Missoula. Like I had no idea what Missoula was, and then I just went there. And there's all these <laughs> sick people. Like, and, and I haven't really been around the East Coast that much, but I think. 
this next couple of months i'm trying to go out there and do some clinics for like workshops or something like that with link likewise um, and just kind of yeah expand <laughs> my world a little more you know go see somewhere new that i can have an experience in new community i'm excited for that yeah i've never been to the east coast never no when are you, well, actually, when are you planning are you going out this year as well yeah uh i think we might be going to may yeah we're trying to go i think uh to steel city and pinnacle oh um, word steel city uh hit me up and said i want to do like clinic thing um which would be sick that's and, so dope yeah, yeah i think like we're finally getting to that stage where there's more and more support coming like that yeah, like an offer from yeah, pinnacle sure. or an offer from steel city um i just actually talked with pinnacle the other day and like word, i might yeah. be going out there as well and nice. i think word. that's like it's so awesome to like start to see like some of these roots like start to get yeah. thick enough that you know some more branches are growing off and, like, i love i love oh. to see that especially in the united states because you know it's our home you know, and i want yeah. us to represent <laughs> you know i, I I remember I met Kent back at, at one of these jams as well. And I remember being like, yeah, I love that guy. I don't even know why. I just love that man. Um, I've never spoke to him, but his movement. His like, movement is just so beautiful. And like, I think that stuff is super powerful. You know, this, this, if you guys are feeling isolated out there in your communities or whatever, all of us, I think got our, yeah. our, some of our best inspiration from just going to these events. Totally. For you know? sure. Yeah. So don't, that's, that's what can be a first step for everybody for sure. Yep. Seriously. So when are you guys going to move out to Colorado? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to move to Missoula, man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I got to go to Missoula. Tell us about Fool's Jam. Yes. What, oh, Fool's Jam, bro. What? Fool's Jam. Fool's Jam. All right. So. What's the, yeah, tell me the, the history and the. The history? Oh, man. I I was not there for like the beginnings of it. I'm mm. a pretty young I'm the youngest Missoula. Young in the actually, I'm not the, quite the youngest, but like, Y-U-N-G. I'm pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty young to the community out there, but um, Fool's Jam. I mean, it's just. I'm assuming they were just like, let's have a jam at the end, like sometime during spring break. That I mean, no, Kent and Michael were still in high school at the time, <laughs> and like, I guess it just happened to land upon April first. They're like, April, April Fools, Fools, Fool's Jam, and then I hope. And the rest is history. The rest is history. The rest is history. Yeah, it's it's just it's grown from be- beautiful ting. These yeah. um, what's the uh, what's the gym situation out? Can you give us any insight on that? Because they, I don't even know exactly what happened and why they had to shut down for for as long as they did. And I don't know exact t- details, but basically we signed our first gym that we had. Uh, we signed on for I think it was five years, mm-hmm. but I don't know we had a limited amount of time. Uh, but the last year they. They were like, they're getting everything put together to move out and just start, just rebuild a new gym because they knew they had to move out. We're sharing space, sharing, sharing a building with the gymnastics, mm-hmm. gym, Bitterroot Gymnastics. And uh, they wanted to use our, eventually they want to use the space we were using. So we're like, okay, we'll just get a foundation here and then we'll be pushed. We'll out. fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, we had, we had a building set up. We had partners and all that. And something led to another and we just got kind of boned out of the building with two months left before we had to move out. God damn. I remember I was, I was, I was like right after I moved there too. Mm-hmm. I was just sitting in the lobby of the gym and Kent was like, we have two months to find a gym. <laughs> I was like, Oh <laughs> no. <laughs> How did the community handle the, the transition? Like, I, I don't know if you've we, been there for all of it. Obviously you were traveling the last two months, but kept, um, we did very well, actually. I mean, I mean, we definitely, we were just, we were bitching the whole time, obviously about like, <laughs> man, winter, like it was right. It was like January 30. No, it was like J- December 31st. Like we had to be out. Oh fuck. Yeah. So it was like dead of winter, nowhere to train. And, and if you've ever been to Montana, it just snows 
too much. <laughs> <laughs> so it's way too goddamn much. <laughs> and so, um, I don't know. We, they, everyone found like their own little thing to do, like keep their mind busy. And a mm-hmm. lot of people did rock climbing. I know Chad started lifting as if he needed to do that anymore. He's just <laughs> jacked. <laughs> and, um, and but, then when, how did, when did the news arise that there is, you know, a new lease sander? Well, the funny part was like when we closed down, we we're like, yeah, we're only be closed for like a couple months. We'll have it. We'll, we'll get this together. We'll have it back up running in the next few months. We're like, all right, cool. Two months went by. It's another two months. Oh, shit. Two more months went yeah. by. And it's just like, eventually we were just like, we were kind of losing hope, but we didn't, I mean, like, that's like my community. I'm not yeah. going to bail on them. Mm-hmm. I was just like, all right, I'm going to do whatever I can to support them. No matter like, no matter what really happens. I mean, it was rough, but and then eventually we found a new space and we were like, did we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You kind of like it's, have it's to, it's a Kenton, until there's yeah. like oh, doors are open. You have the keys. Yeah. Like it's super. I mean, I've gone through it as well. Like Apex mm-hmm. Louisville, Apex Boulder, like former Apex Boulder just had to move. Yeah. And obviously you know what it's like as well. Like yep. your ties to Parkour provisions. Seriously. What was the situation with them and, and what are they doing now? Because they could probably use some help still too. Yeah. They, they got kicked out because they had to keep, like the building up to code and they just couldn't afford it um so the landlord was just like all right you're out like you can't be here um so yeah we had to get rid of stuff um we don't have that much snow in seattle so we didn't have that bad of a, <laughs> bad of a time in winter training but um you guys don't yeah know. the community was like a bit hit pretty hard by that um but right now we i mean yeah to what i've i'm not really i'm kind of disconnected from them mm-hmm. um right now but um but yeah they've raised like a hundred thousand bucks uh, which is really a lot awesome. honestly and yeah. um through crowdfunding and hopefully then that I, I believe the the estimate is by fall they'll be in a new gym and you know up and running again um, but right now they're doing outdoor classes and stuff like that still in seattle so nice they're still kind of you know working and stuff like that and doing stuff out of a crossfit gym um kind of going back to the roots honestly <laughs> yeah yeah but, no it's um, definitely been a beast you know yeah totally like uh, i think a lot of a lot of gyms out there have taken the hit you know we saw crap crap and oh, yeah. in italy <laughs> take a dive yeah. we, it's 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 not an easy business to make work a lot of us i think yeah. get into parkour for for reasons that aren't necessarily related to like businessmen business business and like yeah, just no. you, you know I'm not, I'm not shitting on any of us i'm just saying like i don't know that yeah. we make you know the best business the decisions in the world, you know and i think that's also a good thing because i think a lot of the reason we do you know struggle sometimes is because we want to preserve the integrity of, of classes sure. and really teach people the discipline, the martial art, Seriously. and not just like, you know, trampoline park it, you know, and have, <laughs> yeah, have kids yeah. just running around breaking their ankles and whatnot. No, 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 no. But, um, but you know, hopefully we find a happy medium because mm-hmm. I want to see all of that succeed. And I'm sure you guys. It's agree. crazy how many gyms are in the U.S. Actually, like yeah, right now they're like, popping up now. So much now, it's all over the place. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, it's insane. That's good. <laughs> Would you guys ever consider opening your own facilities, or is that so far down? When I was your... when I was like. Two years into it, I was like, I could definitely open. I I, I could definitely do that. <laughs> and as I grew old, as I grew up, and I was like, learn more about life. I'm like, that sounds like a, just sounds like so much dedication that I'm just not willing to put in. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah no, it's, was, it's a beast. Yeah. I'm sure, like, like you said, it's mm-hmm. a real. You have, you're competing out there with other businesses definitely. that want the same warehouse space and they're willing to pay for it. Exactly for sure. Yeah. I mean, so far down the road, honestly, like, mm-hmm. I can't, I mean, the next couple of years, I could never do that. I can't imagine what, like, Kent and Micah have, like, gone through. Yeah. For all that, like, they're, they're, like, huge inspirations, because, like, they're, like, doing this. I mean, Kent doesn't train a whole lot because of his injury. He's getting back into it, and Micah is always working and stuff. Yeah. But, but them to still hold, like, that, to still, like, 
hey, we need we need this in Missoula. This is something that needs to happen for the community and to get more people involved. Yeah, it they, shows how much they're just willing to sacrifice. Yeah, like, it's, it's insane. insane. Like, yeah, <laughs> send some jinx, love. Jinx. <laughs> send some love to all these gym owners out there because their job is not don't lucrative like you might expect it to be, and it, it's a lot of work. And yeah, like you're saying, it's a sacrifice. So yeah, much love to all those gym owners out there, all you hard-working businessmen. Yeah, making it work for us all. Um. And the new gym looks dope, by the way. Like okay. I don't know what it is about. Uh, I, I don't. Who designs us? Is it mostly Kent? Is it mostly the Kent, people, everyone? But Kent and Micah just go in, they and they just come out with the best, <laughs> best <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm just like, <laughs> wow. Okay. I don't know if they like, don't hold back at all. Like they yeah. just want it. They go for it. They, <laughs> yeah. they, when they see what they want to like achieve, they'll go for it. Yeah. Like, that's the one thing that's so unique about them. Is I feel like it's just like they want to do it. It's so it's so sick. Did you guys get a chance to hit up the San Diego Apex while you were out on the east oh, the west coast? So we were because I'm cu- I haven't even trained there yet, and I like some really- of my favorite ideas that I've like concepted are they're living in that gym, oh, but man. I haven't like gotten to test them out. Um, like some yeah, of the stuff yeah, that yeah, like yeah. Uh, myself and Amos came up with for for that, and like our, our, of course Justin helped us with the designs. Like I want to see yeah, it man. in in the flesh, so, so to speak, in the wood. That yeah, was a kind of a weird. We were planning on going down there for a couple of days before we went to Vegas, mm. uh, but like it was two days before we left, I think, and I was like trying to think of people to hit up, and I just did not know anyone. I did yeah, not know yeah, anyone down there. Anyone. Like the one person we both knew was where he, he he was just out of state. He wasn't uh, able yeah, to. Yeah, he was. And well, Lonnie, do you know who Lonnie is down there? Lonnie. No. Um, like, it just if you get on like the Facebook forums, I think or, like he's like the dude to get in touch with. I think he's uh, actually one of the managers of the the gym now, and already. he's like been like a, a pillar of that whole community for for as long as it's yeah. been around, as far as right. I can remember, or I've heard at least. So huh. next time, but, yeah, yeah. No, I definitely hit it up. We were just uh, like he's in and he's a super and nice we're, guy. Like we're he's definitely worth hitting up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're getting yeah. pretty spoiled in L.A. <laughs> yeah. Um, moving forward, what do you guys expect for? the future and what do you like where do you want to take the sport or the discipline or the whatever the art form i mean honestly i'm just trying to make the best video i can right now <laughs> <laughs> right now like, you're working on a project yeah, yeah just working on a project like yeah that's the whole reason i want I, I'm on this trip and like here right now is just because link said he's gonna be in la and like mm. yeah i want to hit trip fly um and finally did congratulations that, really, really that awesome. was that was an interesting um, morning that was a crazy experience. <laughs> yeah we just got right to work yeah. we were there oh boy it was crazy. we were both yeah. pretty quiet like too that whole morning we weren't really talking much were we, we were just we were just like oh, we we're both what's it like to go through it. something like that uh, I mean, I don't know. It's it's just like, it's hard to explain, man. It's just weird. Um, so yeah, we were, I arrived, I flew in to LAX, and Link picked me up because he was driving down from the Bay Area. Um, and then that next morning, we just kind of planned. All right, Santa Monica. If it happens, it happens. If not, we're not gonna worry about it because that's just you know, it's not right to have that huge expectation and then have it just be a letdown. Yeah, it's like we also still have like another yeah. week there, so it's like there's no rush. We we can still come back. Yeah, yeah exactly. And that's kind of what happened to me the LA trip before when I was with like Alfred and Sean and Eric was there and they were both hitting trip flyaways. Now I'm just like, they're like, uh, like so <laughs> just intimidated. And yeah, so I walked away from triples then and yeah, the whole trip was great, but it felt like a letdown because I didn't get triple. Mm. Um, so to be able to hit it now, it feels really good. Um, but yeah, moving forward, I'm just, yeah, just thinking about last year and just kind of constantly trying to kind of one up myself. It's like a competition with myself trying to, figure out you know what the next step is like travel more experience more train film and 
Yeah, that's the whole goal, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just it's my life. He's sure. just living it. Yeah, sure. seriously. He's living the life. Just going for it. Because that's all I can do. Do you? And you've 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 hit some roadblocks. Like we were talking earlier today about like some of the injuries oh, um, yeah. that you're dealing with right now. Yeah, it's rough. I mean, when I was in Europe, I was in Europe uh, for Air Whip, and then I was there for six weeks, just kind of traveling around Munich, Czech Republic, uh, all that. And um, by the end of that, I mean, I have a bad ankle, left ankle. Um, and just like over the years of just you know training and not like single not a single injury that caused it but i have like five five bone fragments in my ankle just what? kind of floating around <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, it's chill. it doesn't <laughs> sound like you should be walking right now yeah but for some I, reason it's it like yeah the only reason i feel pain is just due to inflammation um and that's been a major roadblock so by then the time yeah by the end of the europe trip i was like i could barely even like jump it was so painful and i didn't know what to do i was like just felt like a wreck <laughs> yeah um but i mean yeah like this whole journey i mean it wouldn't be as rewarding as it is right now for if it wasn't for those little roadblocks um as tough as they may be um i mean even on this trip i've been having some like difficult times like i mean my back was like really bad like, i could barely sit up out of bed like a week or two ago um and yeah it's just like due to nerve stuff i don't know what it is exactly but um, but yeah, it's like, it doesn't come without, you know, injuries or, mm. you know, shit that goes down. Um, but it's so worth it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so worth it. Like, yeah, I can't. Yeah. It's how do you, how do you, uh, do you, do you let the injuries change you or like what happens like as you've gotten older and yeah, you yeah, know, no, like what do you, how do you, um, it's approach the game differently, I guess. I mean, I'm realizing more and more that like being a hundred percent, it's just like a myth. Mm. Like, 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 there's no such, like, yeah. I mean, it may sound like yeah. stuff from like an outside perspective, but like that's just a hundred percent the truth. Like, we're using our body so much every single day. Like, stuff's gonna happen. Yeah. And I mean, your body will recover, and then once it kind of feels recovered, it'll start jumping again. And I mean, yeah, I don't think I've felt a hundred percent since like 2015. I mean, it's just kind of how it is. Yeah. And I think everyone can probably say that. Honestly. Yeah, definitely. I don't think. It's been like six years since I've when been you're like, when you're um, how old are you guys? I'm 21 now. 21. Yeah. 20. 20. Yeah, yeah. So I'm getting a little bit older. I'm Get, feeling. <laughs> I started training when I was 21. Really? Yeah. yeah <laughs> I'm a fucking old man. And now all dude. the kids are like starting with the 13. Oh my god, dude. It, dude. But uh, crazy. no, but yeah, like the years are hard. Like yeah. you, I don't know if you guys watch um, UFC fighting. Oh yeah. I'm bit, actually yeah. really big fan of of mixed martial arts, and I like the UFC because I think it's. One of the only sports that's maybe more intense than parkour, and I see parkour as right up there as like probably the, some of the best athletes, most talented people totally. in the world with the yeah. most skills and focus and For athleticism, sure. um, and, and and also taking you know like you said damage impact lots yeah. of there's lots of potential. Obviously, we want to do only the kinds of things that make us stronger exactly. over yeah. time, but you know part of that is dealing with injuries and, totally, and dealing with yeah. these fucked up things, yeah, and like and fighting is for me is is so inspiring because just the amount of damage they're obviously taking the amount, <laughs> and like to think that they fight, you know, as practice for their fights, you know, it's yeah, just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it blows my mind, but I think it's always a good thing to pay attention to because totally. they're, they're facing, they're like blazing trails in, in certain ways that yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. I mean, the reason that we're able to do what we do is because of our bodies. So it's like, it's, it wouldn't be right <laughs> to just throw ourselves and stuff. Obviously yeah. that's not what we're doing. Um, we're trying to be kind of, you know, methodical about what we're doing. Um, but I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that you're not going to get hurt. Like, 
you just try and you know minimize that as much <laughs> as you can honestly well and and it and you know and they, these guys like even compared to nfl athletes like nfl yeah. athletes do, do ridiculous oh, amounts of damage and crazy. it's it's highly competitive and stuff yeah. like that um you know there's an argument out there that well, at least these NFL dudes are getting paid. You know, they might be getting CTE, but, you know, they got pensions and retirement yeah, and yeah, stuff. Retirement, so and yeah. they're pretty gonna, well off. Yeah, they're chilling. They're chilling afterwards, you <laughs> yeah, know, like, yeah. you know, to each his own. Again, like, it, they probably would say the juice is worth the squeeze. Um, yeah, yeah. But, you know, and then there's fighters who, you know, some of the biggest names in the sport are making millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Others are taking lots of damage and maybe – not enjoying it so much yeah. you know they might you know it's yeah. it's not exactly like parkour where it's really fun to do every time yeah, i mean and parkour <laughs> yeah. can be car- parkour can be challenging here. as well like the triple flyaway yeah. um these roof gaps like again the roof gap didn't seem you know like it was a a huge thing for you but you're having a, a back issue like weeks oh, yeah, weeks yeah. leading up to this and like how do you kind of assess you know when you know it when an appropriate amount of am- damage not damage maybe but impact you know you know you're you're putting your body at risk like yeah. how do you balance that out and say like this is going to be worth it well, you know when it's do just you know a gut feeling honestly mm. like i mean yeah. you kind of know your body and if something doesn't feel right obviously you don't do it um but throughout the whole like um preparation and the process of preparation for um that roof gap and i mean even triple flyaway is like anything that's like yeah that you're scared of obviously um but you know you can do if it at all feels at one, any, any point in time, if it feels not right, I wouldn't do it. Um, but that's the biggest thing is just, you gotta know yourself. Um, but you gotta be careful though. Like, yeah, with my back, it's kind of, I might maybe, maybe pushed it a little bit today. Um, but I mean, it was worth it. Obviously like, it's, not, it's not like thrown out or anything. So. That that's like, the, yeah, I think like the retrospective sometimes yeah. is, is really helpful. And that's what I'm thinking, you know, more and more as I'm getting, getting older, even, you know, than you guys, obviously I'm, <laughs> I'm almost got a decade on you bad boys. <laughs> Um, I think about these things more now than I did, you know, especially when it comes to like the pension and retirement, you know, eventually I don't, I don't, you know, like, not that I ever really like made money off my body, but I I want to, to provide a future where I feel like that would be possible, you know, for some of you guys, you know, and I don't know what your situation is. You're working at Jiffy Lube. (laughs) You, you have some sponsors, right? I don't know if you have to have any day jobs or anything. and Team Geo right now. Um, but yeah, luckily I haven't really had to do much in terms of job. I've just been working, like coaching at PKV oh, nice. um, in Seattle. And like, yeah, I basically just saved up like all the competition kind of money and like, yeah, sponsorship money. And that's what I'm like living off of right now. Yeah. Um, and thankfully, I'm like really grateful like to be able to like, my family supports me very well. Like mm. they're, they're 100% behind me on this. And like, they want to see me, you know, reach for this kind of dream of mine. Um, and yeah, so I just live at home, you know, just doing that and spend a little money when I'm home. And a little overhead. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and um, yeah, so not too much really like as a day job, but I mean, yeah, who knows really? Who <laughs> he knows what the future has to hold, but. Would, would you be down though? You're, you're focused on the movement for you. Yeah. That seems to be more the motivating factor, yeah. but yeah, I, don't really I feel like if that, if that, if that, yeah, I, can, like, live I don't think, and I don't think anyone that was, would do it for the money would ever get the money anyways you know like that's like not how you get like you have to love it like you guys do like i do and but i think that you know if that opportunity was there if you could live off of competition money and sponsorship money even if you didn't win the competitions which you tend to do (laughs) you know but like but if you didn't have to win to you know survive you know like you would be down with that lifestyle i feel like and i would have been too you know had it been available to me yeah, dude. Like you know, when I was like, dude, like, I mean, regardless, you're getting flown out and have a place to stay and getting food and mm-hmm. stuff. So like, 
even if you don't get it, like podium or whatever, like you're still going somewhere new. It's basically a paid trip. Yeah. Yeah. And like that's the future, I think. Honestly, it's just getting more people around the world and yeah, having these huge events. Honestly, like it's that's where it is. That's where it's at. <laughs> yeah. Do you think there's a, a thing that parkour does very differently that will differentiate, you know, in the future and years to come? Like we can all imagine how we'll be similar to these other cultures, like the skate culture, oh, and. Uh, and, you know, some of these other extreme sports, like even yeah, sports in the Olympics and stuff like that. But do you think there's something unique um, to our future or our potential that might get expressed in the years to come? Pro- I hope, like, from my experience with the parkour community, it's, all, it's been the most friendly thing. Mm. Like, I've, like, Nate, there's, like, no why, no way Nate and I would have been friends without <laughs> this. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, my best friends are through movement. Like, yeah, for sure. And like, I mean, I've completely like, I mean, I had some good childhood friends. I like still kind of keep in touch with occasionally, but yeah, like my best friends are through movement and yeah, because normal, ordinary people don't understand this yeah. like, feeling for like that, like just 110% passion for something. Like it's for crazy. Sure. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know. It's insane. It's so strange. That, I mean, like I've heard it a million times, but I'm going to say it anyway. Like it's so <laughs> strange that like we can like the community people can just become really good friends in like a couple of days just because we do the same sport yeah. and we both got that and driving passion people who for don't it. even speak the same language like yeah i mean I was, in Czech Republic, <laughs> yeah. Like, I was in prague and there's just people like you know didn't speak english but like had the greatest time together just because we were training and we like understand each other through that for well sure. in a way we do speak the same language right yeah, yeah. that yeah. language right yeah. that's yeah. the yeah. Language. yeah so like that's yeah. what i guess we're connecting on that wavelength so Seriously. i was deeper deep mariana trench Joe, son, <laughs> call me what's his name, Jim Cam- James Cameron, baby. Cause I'm <laughs> deep on this seat right now. Oh, I, oh god. Um, <laughs> a good example. Ca- a good example of this is like I just met Nick like a week ago, and he's already one of my most favorite, most favorite humans. Seriously. Like, I've got too Seriously. many favorite humans. Uh, you know he's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just teasing, dude. I love Nick. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. he's he's um one of my best buds out here, and and a brother to me. And we're in his house right now. Thanks, Nick, for donating your house for this episode of the podcast. Oh, um, yeah. your cat's been running around on our laps this whole time. Xerxes, <laughs> his mini cat. <laughs> he looks like solemn now. What the fuck is he doing? He's looking at the leaves, wondering if they're gonna move. Oh, she. A, sorry, sorry. I guess she's that's why leaves. she's pissed off. She's like, don't call me he. Did you assume my gender? <laughs> oh boy! Ooh yeah! Ooh boy! That took a Ooh, boy. Shouldn't have taken it that way. Yeah, no, you should have actually. That's super interesting. What? How do you guys? Um, I mean, do you have an opinion? Like, obviously, we're all just dudes who jump on shit, so it's not like our opinion is like of of the of the most educated variety on these kinds of to- kinds of topics. But it's definitely been a huge thing these days. Like this <laughs> uber, you know, left leaning um, radical progressive progressive yeah. like movements and some of it seems to like have gone past the line and now it's getting some blowback i don't know if you guys heard about you know the the jordan peterson controversy he keeps coming up in my my daily conversation because i've been listening to his podcast a lot but he's a professor in toronto who they were trying to legislate that these pronouns be used in the, mm-hmm. in the university he was teaching at and he said he's not going to do it and then there was this huge uproar but he got a lot of support as well yeah um huh. I think that, like, for example, the parkour community is is very progressive. Oh, definitely. Um, but at the t- at the same time, because we we tilt towards that left side so much, sometimes we'll struggle with things like business and things that require more 
conservative approach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it'll be interesting to see as the future goes on. You know, I'm actually a little bit worried, not worried, but like it's it's fascinating. Like we were saying, we don't want to lose these certain things about the culture, but totally. eventually you're going to get that hyper competitive person, the person that wants to be the Olympic gold medalist. <laughs> and they're going to come into parkour and they're going to be potentially a groundbreaking person, mind blowing, you know, in some ways because they are of that insane passion like the same insane passion you have mm. but just from a like different angle, different angle yeah. that mm-hmm. that maybe is is maybe a little less um yeah. meaning or uh what's the word like it's not like soul nourishing in the yeah, same way yeah. that like yeah. the, the way that i think you approach it yeah. it's a little bit more ego nourishing or something yeah, like that true, yeah. i mean i think like if there is that person i mean we'll always have you'll find like people that are worth spending time with i mean like there's gonna be that person that's all coming all right so i'm gonna do this because i want to win yeah it's like cool dude <laughs> i'm gonna do this because i like it yeah, yeah. i mean the reason we started it's just yeah because it's fun no i you know it, and that's a trap sometimes for competition yeah, i noticed I know, that like right. when i first started competing it was just purely for the fun yeah 100 percent. i did my first comp at seattle actually the oh, really? 2012 seattle summit oh dude that's like, before i even existed before you even existed <laughs> dude before nathan Weston was even a thing that was b b n before nate yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> dude that shit was Funny, that was when i met kent it was, it was at oh, that yeah, event yeah, actually nice. and uh, i was taken with his good looks and charm yeah. but then <laughs> but then you know actually like unknowingly placed at that competition i didn't think i would be able to do anything mm. and that's like kind of what got me into wanting to compete again because i was like oh like well this is fun i had a blast yeah and and also i i'm not bad at it so yeah, yeah, yeah. then the next and i continued competing um but towards the end of my like you know before i would basically retired from competition because i found that i didn't really enjoy it as much mm. anymore it was partly because of that is all of a sudden now I, I felt like the pressure to win and I felt like I yeah. wanted to win. Yeah. And it, it wasn't that I, it wasn't that I really wanted to win as much as I wanted to do my best so bad yeah, that yeah. like, it was like, wasn't fun anymore. Like I wanted to like mm-hmm. really execute the perfect line. Like I got more insane about it. Do you ever like experience these kinds oh, of totally. pressures? Like now that you've graduated through many, many like tiers of competition and all yeah. of a sudden like you're at, you need these higher upper the highest echelon of parkour competition you're competing at yeah um what's it like i mean yeah like when i'm training like i really am not that competitive at all but like when competitions come around like i actually get pretty competitive not necessarily with other athletes mainly just with myself like, yeah like i try and come up with stuff that i you know i wouldn't normally do in a normal training session mm-hmm. um just because it's in that setting of like yeah everyone's in that mood of like we're doing something new and yeah trying to push ourselves um and yeah i guess that's just what it is i don't know it's it's weird yeah, right it's because we we don't identify as that character like we were just yeah. like kind of uh lambasting back in the uh, a second ago yeah. but at the same time you know i've started realizing that if i'm gonna compete i might as well try to win exactly like, that's, you know yeah. i might as well try to put together the winning the, the thing that i think could be my best run totally that's you know yeah. that kind of annoys me the most like it doesn't annoy me but like i mean you get it a lot in parkour, especially because mm-hmm. it's so kind of, you know, chill. Yeah. Like people are like, oh, I just want to compete to have fun. Um, but, like, I feel like if you're competing in the first place, like, the whole point of competition is to, like, kind of set yourself among all these other athletes, you know, mm-hmm. in, I guess, a ranking, um, if you want to say yeah. that. Um, but, like, obviously, you want to do the best you can. And 
if it's just for fun, like just don't even. I don't. Know, I wouldn't even do it if it was. It's like, not I fun just, to exactly. compete. Exactly. It's because more fun like to not compete. You're like yeah. Scared, you're like, and always, like that was actually always my primary goal is like try to have fun yeah, yeah, while yeah. you try to win. Exactly. It's like that's totally that's the challenge. Is like yes. trying to win but also not making that the biggest point. Exactly. You know? It's just kind and of so, like right in the middle. I guess that's the best. And I and even though like you would you expect it, I have to give bad props to Yoan Larue. Dude. For kind of showing me that because yeah. when I when I did that first Seattle summit, yeah. I was like, first of all, Yoan, you know, I don't know how some people have like mixed feelings yeah. about this guy because he's kind of a, a, a character to say the yeah. least, right? He's got like stripes in his beard and a tail back. He doesn't wear the tail anymore, but um, I mean, he's very French, you know, as far French. as I can say. And I, I'm my dad's born in Paris, so I'm part French as well. So maybe that's why. <laughs> it doesn't bother me at all, but but like when at that competition, I noticed that he seemed to be the dude having the most fun, mm. and he just casually won the competition yeah. because he wasn't even like interested in winning. He was mm. just interested in doing his best and performing. He was, I think, he really excels in that type of environment. Mm. Um, maybe easier than than I certainly did, but uh, for me, it was more of a challenge to have fun. But I noticed that when I emulated him, I tried to have fun. Yeah. I did my best. I True. did better than I, you I mean, know, yeah, would do. I mean, if you fun, then there's no point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, that's the whole thing. Like, so, inherent with it. the challenge, even, of yeah. of trying to win is is the, the is the nature of trying to actually totally. have a good time, you know? Totally. Yeah. So, like, luckily, there's a little safeguard there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally. Do you enjoy competing, Lincoln? I do. I I do enjoy competing. I mean, I mean, since I was a gymnast, well, I, since I was a gymnast, um, it was so much different competing because like, obviously you're there to do your best, but it's your best in a different way. Your best is also someone else's best because everyone has to look the exact same when they do, mm. when they do movement. Like if your giants don't look like the best persons in the world, you're going to probably get deducted for it. Damn. Yeah. I mean, it's, everything has to be like so clean and so precise that just kind of ruined it for me. I mean, like I couldn't, it was really hard that competing was definitely hard for me in gymnastics. Cause I just, it wouldn't, I didn't enjoy it at all. Really. I like being with my friends, but as soon as I was up, like up on the, uh, <laughs> up on the apparatus, I was like, Ugh, all right, let's do this. Um, but parkour toned that down a bit for me. It was I like, wonder if it's going to stay toned down. I sure thing. hope it does. Right. <laughs> And I think like that, that the nature of our competitions has to be carefully like mapped out mm. so that we maintain that, you know, Absolutely. if we end up on like five different apparatus, for example, it's going to be that way. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think that's how we're ever going to plan the competitions out yeah. because that's not what we find intriguing about movement is like, what can sure. we, who can do the best shit on this thing? <laughs> you know, like that's not what it's about for mm-hmm. us. Um, do you guys have any ideas of like, what's a better format or like formats that you've liked a lot? Uh, honestly, NFEC. Yeah, I was gonna. Say, I think they've done it. The I mean, yeah, there's around. probably there's obviously gonna be like flaws. I can't like, name anything right now, but I mean, it wouldn't be. It's I mean, <laughs> it's obviously not. It's hard to make. It's. I don't. I think it's impossible to like make a perfect scoring system for free running. For sure. Because like someone, someone's gonna do one move, and someone's gonna think, "Wow, that was the coolest thing I've ever seen," and then the other person's gonna be like, "Eh." Like second coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, second coolest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. It's, it's opinion. It's yeah, it's, it's yeah. very, very opinion. Well, and that was a that was definitely a a point of debate when the last NEPC where you and Joey Adrian had like 
two of the best, like most mind blowing tricks. <laughs> and there was a lot of contention over like which one was preferred, you know? Mm, yeah. Um, not that like at the end of the day it's subjective, like who gives a shit, I yeah. guess. But like, you know, it was interesting mm-hmm. to, to see that play out. You know, yeah, some people yeah. really felt super strongly that the flip pre you did was mm-hmm. was much more mind blowing. Yeah. And other people were like, No, no, no. The con <laughs> gainer full con was gainer was full. actually and, yeah. and everyone had really good reasons and, and good arguments, honestly. Totally. Like they're um, both pretty fucked up, let's be honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which, again, I think is why it's so important that, like, we elevate the level so that all the people competing, because everyone there deserves prize money, you know? Oh, yeah. It's just not – this infrastructure is not there yeah. because, uh, you know, just, yeah. again, the gym owners, you, you bad boys and girls out there yeah. helping to make it possible Great. at all. Absolutely. Yeah, the competitions are, like – I feel like a great way for me, like kind of just help me get get my name out there and put my name, like just put myself on the map. Um, and yeah, competitions just help be able to kind of put yourself in that. I don't know. I feel like parkour, like the whole goal is to be able to kind of perform in like extreme scenarios, you know, like, I mean, like descents or whatever mm-hmm. you're doing. Like um, that, that's like the closest thing I feel like you can get for free running in a way. It's like putting yourself in that like most extreme situation of where it's like stressful, like, you you can you can tell when someone's like not prepared for competition like mm. they're you know stumbling here and there, um, so if it's like it's really fun experience to be able to know that you can maintain your nerves and like keep col- calm and collected during competitions because like that's a big thing honestly like yeah. anyone re- like anyone can perform like at this huge high level just in their comfort you know in the yeah. backyard they've been there a hundred times you know thousands of times you know mm-hmm. every other day. Um, but you know, you definitely see the the true kind of talent of someone when they're not in their environment. They're not in their natural environment. They're just kind of, all right, I have to do this, and yeah. that's what's really cool about competitions. Yeah. I feel like I don't know, it's really interesting. That's yeah, a good point. I never really, I didn't, I haven't really heard that one before. Yeah, that's yeah. Really you learn a lot about yourself that way. I think, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. someone else is telling you when to go. Yeah, you don't yeah. get to decide. I liken it to like uh, seeing a band live. You know, mm. sometimes they'll 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 sing the super high note yeah. on the record, but like. When it comes to the live performance, they're, ah, like, they can't fucking quite hit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like, how consistent are you? And like, I feel again, like it's not it's, training exactly. to be able to perform on these extreme levels. Like, yeah, that's the whole point. Yeah, I think um, I think well, you do some extreme shit, so I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I'm not surprised that like, <laughs> you feel about it. <laughs> um, Absolutely. I'm really unfortunately an idiot, and uh, I didn't bring the the AC adapter for this recording device, and it's it's indicating to me that the battery is super low. Oh. So we have to start wrapping this up, unfortunately, because I don't oh, want boy. it to like. Cut I don't know what happens if the battery goes out mid recording. Word. And I don't want to lose this. Word. Um, but we we could do another one because you're sticking around. We can I'm do, here for a couple more days. You know, a couple more days? Okay, maybe yeah. we do another one. I'd yeah. love to keep you, having you guys on. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, I fucking love talking to you guys. I'm stoked. Yeah. I just want to, you know, have more of these. You know, yeah. it feels so good. It feels so good. Um, dude, but is there any... Um, are lit, dude. They're, they're super lit, man. I want to go deeper. But I, I, I wish yeah. I would have brought the AC Diapa. I want to go dive deeper into the Mariana <laughs> Trench. <laughs> deep down. What's the deepest you've ever been? In what sense? Whatever you want, bro. That's my that's my um, final question for you guys. How deep have one, you been? <laughs> <laughs> At least one more deeper. <laughs> and they liked it. And <laughs> um, what's your peak deep peak peak depth? 
Peak depth, dude. Peak depth. That's a super. That's an oxymoron. <laughs> peak depth. Like, what the fuck am I that saying? Doesn't make any sense. What's the word then? Maximum depth. Maximum depth. Ooh, I like that. I'm like more than one, I'd say maybe. <laughs> more than one. More than one. All more right. Than maybe one. more than two. You know? Yo, you know what? I've hit at least six depth, bro. Dude, oh, wow. I don't even know. That's maximum. at least. All right. Anyhow, I don't know what we're talking about anymore, guys. It's gotten a little off the rails. <laughs> off the train tracks, bro. <laughs> um, real quick, just to uh, to wrap up, if you guys have any shout outs or sponsors, I wanted to give you the platform. Like, yeah, shout out to Team Geo and Normal Brand. Those are my two main sponsors right now, and also my hometown gyms uh, in Seattle, Parkour Visions. They're like, yeah, that's the gym I started training at, and definitely hit them up for sure. Holla! And your Instagram handle is that the best place to find you? Uh, Nate underscore Weston. That is it. Creamy name. <laughs> I give a shout out to Impella Movement. They've been, they've been helping me out. All I mean, of like just supportively. I mean, we're not in the best financial situation. Yeah, shout but out to Unparalleled Movement for me. I as will well, be. So. Yeah, yeah. Like, I will be. Show some love to Unparalleled and to Parkour Visions out there, guys. They deserve it. And yeah. And what's your handle again? Uh, Lincoln dot Lincoln dot And you for sure need more people following you. Oh, I mean, like, everyone does. Okay? But like, I'm like. You're way too talented for for the, what, 2,500 you're we at were right like now. like in LA, yeah. and I was like, yeah, I got triple, and Saul and Fred were like, oh, sick. And then you were like, yeah, I did triple two. They're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who this person is. Someone like, needs to like, fucking market your ass, dude. I'm, I'm going to be your agent. Do that I'm not stressing about it. Exactly. I'm just you're doing what I'm doing. Just, exactly. That's yeah. why you're fucking where you're That's at, why man. You're so, you're so, dude. You focus on it. You focus on the movement, man. That's what you need to be doing. Yeah. That's All right. Well, thank priority. you guys so much for for joining me again. Much love. No I can't problem. wait to have you back on like in a day and a half. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we'll wrap this one up. Shout out to all the listeners out there. Thank you guys for joining us on this special episode with Lincoln Powell, Nate Weston. Yeah. We're out. Peace. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> oh, yeah.